This is the Voice Podcast Network. Welcome back to season three of Turf and Burn with your favorite co-hosts, Caroline and Dylan. We are so excited to be back kicking off another round of Turf and Burn, but this time... I am unfortunately in, well, fortunately for me, (laughs) unfortunately for Dylan, I am in Sydney, Australia, studying abroad. So I'm feeling more disconnected from Georgetown, The Voice, NFL, NHL, all the sports, but we're still making it happen. And you never know, maybe we'll have some rugby content now. Maybe we'll have some cricket content, some surfing. No, I'm kidding. Dylan's like, that's my end. Um, But are still excited to be bringing you guys all of your sports hot takes absolutely i i was about to say i don't know if i could accurately cover the state of rugby or cricket but koalas i've got you but other than that (laughs) not really educated on what's happening down under in australia but yes we are proving that it is indeed possible to do a podcast remotely we've hopped on the zoom we are no longer in the voice studio, but hopefully it sounds pretty similar to what you've heard over the last year. Now, congrats on a year. I think it means that we've done this thing and looking forward oh, yeah. to our happy wow. one year of turf and burn. And um, we've got our Super Bowl predictions slash recap of the NFL season this week, as I think the one change that you can expect of the podcast this semester is that Right now, the game plan is likely one every other week. Of course, if something happens that is breaking news, we are just a Zoom call away from recording an episode for y'all. So we're looking forward to definitely having some breaking news instant reaction episodes if that does indeed occur. But the game plan is one every two weeks. But if we can manage it, we'll get you more than just that. But with that in mind, I've been sitting on this drop for... A month now, because fast forward to prior to Christmas break, we got our mulligan and we were told you can redo your prediction of the Super Bowl. We were told we make the rules, Dylan. That is true. Caroline, if you'd like to reveal. Okay. Yeah. The reason why we got a mulligan is because both of all of our picks were not making the Super Bowl or the playoffs. In fact, like just they were not. So if we're recapping way back when, when we had our season two opener podcast episode where our real fans know Dylan and I had some interesting takes. Dylan, which two teams did you pick at the start of season two to make the Super Bowl? At the start of the season, I had a very interesting Super Bowl matchup that featured Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets facing off against the Green Bay Packers in what would have been one of the most epic Super Bowls of all time. That did not happen. Correct. Actually, I think you ended up going with the Vikings. I did? Okay. Well, I went with the Vikings. But I thought at some point... I think you were thinking Packers, and then you did Vikings. Okay. Because then I was like, wait, you took a pick. Um, well, I took Bengals versus Vikings and neither of those teams, none of those teams other than um, Dylan's kind of Packers. Yeah. Playoffs didn't happen. No, the Packers made the playoffs. Except for the Packers, which you're saying I didn't pick. Not only did we not predict the Super Bowl teams. You were just, 
we talked i was like i'm giving the packers enough like more credit but i'm not picking them to make it to the super bowl um yeah none of our teams made it to the super bowl in fact most of them didn't even make it to the playoffs in fact all of them (laughs) did not make it to the playoffs and then we revised in our last episode of season two of turf and berm on december 15th called spreadsheet showdown we made new predictions dylan why don't you give us your predictions again remind our listeners well i was pretty on point so let's flash back and with the power of zoom we can do this to december 15th and we asked the question to former dylan who is going to make it to the super bowl it's in the 49ers it's going to be boring (laughs) okay jets and the 49ers pretty boring i purposely left the Jets part off because that was wrong, but the 49ers and it's going to be pretty boring. And I think if you were going to ask anyone, a, the 49ers made the Super Bowl, and what's the most boring team to watch play in another Super Bowl. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Travis Kelsey. It's Andy Reid, and it's Taylor Swift and the Kansas city chiefs appearing oh on God. our screen again. We're Guys, for we, a we are not commenting on this. This is another repeat of last season. I was like, Dylan, we are not commenting on the Chiefs and Taylor Swift. Well, get ready. You have two weeks go. of Super Bowl hype for it. Oh, my gosh. That is oh. all I have seen on social media, on the news for the past week, even in Australia. Yeah. I would also like to mention that Taylor Swift is literally... I think she's performing in Tokyo February 10th or 11th. The Super Bowl is February 11th. And then she's actually flying to Australia Australia at the end of February to perform. Anyways, that's all the Taylors of content we're getting. But I will say I'm very disappointed in a certain player in allowing for the Chiefs 49ers matchup to happen. And Dylan, who do you think? Lamar yes. Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. I like fair enough. I was so upset when they beat the Texans and CJ Stroud. And they kind of blew them out of the water just a little bit. Oh. And I was like, okay, Lamar. Lamar, this is your time to shine. This is your time to for everyone to stop saying you're just a running back this is your time to make it to the super bowl this is the time to earn your massive contract and approve all the haters aka dylan wrong (laughs) incorrect incorrect so now i don't even know which team to pick because we're stuck with brock purdy or patrick Mahomes. but i'm probably gonna pick the niners there's nothing not wrong to win, with just not even to win. I honestly think the Chiefs will win. Like I truly think the Chiefs will win, but in my heart, I kind of hope the Niners win because I'm so done with this Taylor Swift content. Well, okay, so here's the problem: in that everyone entering this playoffs said that the Chiefs aren't good. This is the year they're going to get knocked off. Patrick Mahomes has his worst wide receiver crew. Travis Kelsey looks old and isn't focused on football anymore. The Chiefs are going to get knocked out early. And then the Dolphins came to town. And here I was thinking, this is the year. Tyreek Hill goes back in to the place that he used to call home. The Dolphins, just a just a little stat to throw out there. Caroline, when do you think the last time was that the Dolphins won a playoff game? 
Ooh. Uh, 19... Oh, God. You, you think you're that bad? <laughs> just one playoff win. I'm not talking Super Bowl. Just one hey, the Jets have not game. had one playoff win in a long time. It's been like Neither six, of the Cowboys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, one... 2006. No, it was... You were close to the first time. It is 2001. We were not born the last time with the Miami Dolphins. Okay, I was about to pick 1994, so. (laughs) That is the largest drought in North American sports right now. Not the Jets, not the Cowboys. It's the 2001 Miami Dolphins. And we went into Kansas City and got smoked. And then everyone thought that Lamar Jackson could knock off Patrick Mahomes, and he couldn't either. So as much as myself, and the large majority of America, including my sister, want Patrick Mahomes to go away and for Brock Purdy to finally win a Super Bowl and start his yeah, Tom Brady too. tour. It's impossible to bet against Patrick yeah. Mahomes. You the literally Chiefs are, they're the underdogs Chiefs are too, which makes zero sense that why are the they're Chiefs underdogs? Underdogs. They are. <laughs> so I wouldn't if I were okay, betting, betting on. Yeah. If I were we betting are not, them, not we are not betting. We are not a betting co-hosts on this podcast disclaimer but yeah. if we were to bet i would put all my money on the chiefs a thousand percent or and they're if, under yes or as caroline can see it's the the kansas city swifties now at this point as judged by their new logo that they're selling on nfl.com so wait they are selling that shirt on okay guys for since this is a podcast dylan just showed me a picture of a red Kansas City Chiefs shirt that says Kansas City Swifties. NFL is selling that. Mm-hmm. Is that not trademarked? Okay, I don't know. All I know is that I'm not a fan. But I guess we're going to have to sit through another Chiefs Super Bowl win. <laughs> I saw... Guys, to think... Okay, yeah. So Dylan had picked the Jets and the Niners. And yeah. I think he picked the Jets to win it all. I unfortunately picked in this episode on December... Broncos versus Eagles. And the Eagles got beaten so badly that Jason Kelsey is now retired. Well, that's not official. There's rumors that he's not satisfied, even though it seems like like he's enjoying retired life, given that his antics over the last few weekends supporting the Chiefs, going through... Buffalo Bills fans in the freezing cold and hanging out with for the fourth time mentioned yeah. on the podcast Taylor Swift. But yeah, Jason Kelsey was not very happy with the end of the Eagles season, as were Eagles fans who were calling for Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni to actually be fired after the season ended. Well, did it there? I thought he, their defensive coordinator did get fired. He did, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sirianni wow. went from. Uh, you know what? This is. Reverse psychology. I Uh-oh. said they were going to make it all the way, but the reverse psychology is saying that. But in my heart, I wanted them to be out early because you guys know how I feel about Philly. So, you know like what? Them. It worked out the best. Boo, Philly. This is a very anti Philly podcast. You haven't yeah. gotten the gist anti Boston. <laughs> I'm not a huge hater on Boston. There's some fun things. I'm a hater on all of Dylan's New York teams. I hope everyone knows. This is my thing, though. I call Dylan out for being a fake fan for not supporting the Miami Dolphins. At this point, he's been a bigger supporter of the New York Jets than he has the Miami Dolphins. True, because the Dolphins... Point blank. I've never seen, and this is a crazy statement to say, but it's true. I've never seen a Dolphins playoff win. So there's not like there's no thing that I can say, like, oh, I'm going to be this excited when they win. Because I just haven't had that feeling. Not that the Mets have won that much time, either. I said something about Tua. Dylan would be like, no, he's bringing us to the Super Bowl. He's amazing. He's Tua top five quarterbacks. Stinks. I... 
I know they're going to run it back with Tua next year because the options out there aren't that large, but it's definitely an interesting dynamic as to what the Dolphins should do in the offseason, whether it's go sign our boy Kirk Cousins to a big contract because he's a free agent that could fit Miami, whether it's trade for a guy like Justin Field or, dare I say this, Zach Wilson. Um, dare yeah. I say Joe Flacco. No, he's so old. He had a nice little run. Yeah, but guess what? He still honestly fared better than Tua in the playoffs. True. And if you haven't checked out yet, Hard Knocks, on they covered the Miami Dolphins in the second I half of the not. season. I it will, was, though. I will. Well, Eventually. you missed... First off, you missed the Jets season. They did the Jets preseason, and then they did the Dolphins for the second half of the season. And that was like the perfect season of hard knocks for me. And then I got the Aaron Rodgers coverage that I needed. And then I got to watch the Dolphins' demise at the end of the season, too. So that was a great season wow. of hard knocks. But Yeah, I know. I'm just going to put it out there, guys. I am so happy Aaron Rodgers did not make it back because for one reason and one reason only. I said during last season that if he actually played in a game this season, that he would be one of the greatest athletes because that turnaround is just unheard of. He Guess is. what? It didn't happen. And it was just a lot of talk. And I knew that in the back of my head, I knew that this was going to happen because Aaron Rodgers is just a lot of chatter and just loves the media attention on him and just wants to talk. Like he's trying to like, the, he doesn't even care about whatever team he's on. He just wants to make it about himself and go on true. whatever podcast to talk about his weird like rehab. I don't even know. All I know is that he did not even play a single game, didn't even like warm up, did he, not even was not even in the realm of starting. He was in the realm. He was the no, he was thing not. was That's if what the he Jets, wants you to believe. If the that Jets, is what he wants you to believe. Well, Aaron Rodgers and speaks a lot saying, of truth. I no, mean, like all I'm saying is that I everything that I have said to Aaron Rodgers up to this point, I stand by and has been proven true by this season. And that in and of itself is a win. Also, in the fact that I said that the Patriots were going to fire Bill Belichick because they want that they need Mac Jones to get it together. And Bill Belichick is not the head coach for Mac Jones. Well, two things on that front. Run one, the easier one. They congrats to Gerard Mayer on becoming uh, the first African-American coach in New England Patriots history, turning the page on the Bill Belichick era. He's already said Mac Jones is likely not returning and that they're going to move in a different direction with the quarterback. Um, so we'll see on that front. But the bigger issue, I know he didn't return, but Rodgers was running faster than anyone had post Achilles. He's throwing. He was actually on the practice squad to round out the season. And he was like the scout team quarterback and that when the Jets were playing against uh, ground a quarterback to end the season, Aaron Rodgers was the one faking in practice as if he was that quarterback. And there's a rumor that he also was on the defensive team and once picked off the Jets with a one-handed catch. So Aaron Rodgers was back. And they just decided that once the Jets were mathematically eliminated, then there was a chance he was going to play. I trust Aaron Rodgers. I think it seemed from all the videos he was ready to go. And... The Jets had one job, and that was beat the Dolphins, and they couldn't. I'm sorry. You trust Aaron Rodgers? I do. He said a lot of interesting things, and you don't have to believe all of them, and the logic on some of them are faulty, but he's got a lot of confidence. He sticks to his guns. 
he says some things that not a lot of people would say or have the guts to say. Shout out Jimmy Kimmel. Um, but yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I like him. And I think he comes back next year and wins the Comeback Player of the Year award. And I think he leads the Jets to that finally Super Bowl-esque run. Because if it doesn't, I'll tell you this much. As much as I love Aaron Rodgers, if it doesn't work this year with the Jets, technically next year, and I can't believe it's the Super Bowl episode and here we are talking about the Jets once again. If it doesn't work, Salah's This is all fired. Dylan's fault, by the way, you guys. Salah's fired, Hackett's fired, GM Joe Douglas is fired, and Aaron Rodgers probably booted out the door too. And they'll say this experiment two years in has not worked. But I don't think that's going to happen. I like Aaron Rodgers. I think he's got the moxie to handle New York. He's got the guts to handle New York. He talks the talk, and he walks the walk. And he's a top five greatest quarterback of all time. And he's going to come back with vengeance. Incorrect. True. But if you want to know, now that we're going back to the Super Bowl, who does, in fact, well, I don't know if he talks the talk, but he definitely now walks the walk, Brock Purdy. Yeah. I see the reason why I want the Niners to win now, aside from, you know, that whole thing about the Chiefs and what we're not discussing about the Chiefs. You guys know what I'm talking about. Brock Purdy has always been even like, okay, obviously he was everyone knows at this point that he was the last pick in the 2022 NFL draft. And so he's he was the 2022 Mr. Relevant. Yes. And the fact that he's made it this far. Even still, people are criticizing him. They're like, oh, he's just a product of the system. Like, the system is so good. Like, any quarterback, you could put anyone in there, and they would do well. And this is his chance to prove people wrong. And I feel like he's been proving people wrong all, like, his entire career. Not that it's been very long, but his entire career. And clearly, it's paying off. But I think it's interesting because, I don't know. I'm like, I really do hope that he wins so that all the critics will stop. But I it's don't know. the It's the end game for Brock Purdy. I think this is the chance that he has to cement himself in a legacy of beating. Literally, like, Patrick Holmes has been the man of the NFL, undoubtedly, for the last yeah. five years. The only two people that have been able to beat him in the playoffs, Tom Brady twice and Joe Burrow. And Brady's gone. And Burrow's hurt. Purdy has a chance to be that guy and say like he belongs with the elites of the elites. Because I think when you're talking about who's going to take over for Brady and be that next elite quarterback, it's Mahomes, it seems like. And then if he can stay healthy, it's Burrow. And then I know people throw Josh Allen into that conversation, which, you know, Josh Allen's an interesting quarterback. Again, disappointed in the playoffs a little bit. Ran into the juggernaut of Patrick Mahomes. Then there's Purdy, who... Has the best record a quarterback has ever had when first starting his career. I believe it's something insane. Like, was it like 15 and one in games that he fully played in health? It's something stupid. Now, his only losses are when he's hurt or misses part of the game and stuff like that. So, Super Bowl, fully healthy, all his weapons Kittle, Debo, McCaffrey versus Mahomes and the power of Andy Reid. Yeah. There's a lot of just like, it's a showdown. It's, we're ready for it. It's time. Super Bowl, what number are we at? 59, 58, something like that. I think this is 58. Um, 
try uh, also shout out that the logo theory, another Aaron Rodgers theory, was proven false. That it we finally broke the curse. I don't know if you picked up on this that every year that the NFL releases their Super Bowl logo early in the year, the two colors yeah, end up being the teams. Yes, this year it was Ravens 49ers. Uh, unfortunately, the Chiefs broke that. So shout out Patrick Mahomes for proving a conspiracy theory made by Aaron Rodgers wrong. But yeah, go Chiefs, go 49ers. So you still trust him? I trust, yes. I think. Okay, well, the Super Bowl. Um, All I'm going to say is, okay, when the Niners and the Lions played, they had a the Niners had a rough start. Like the Lions were up by what was it, 12? It was or, a lot. I don't even know. It yeah. was a lot. They were up by a lot. But then somehow Brock Purdy found a way. The Niners found a way. They get out the win. Tough luck for Detroit Lions. But hey, the Detroit Lions won a playoff game. That was honestly a pretty deep run, considering they literally have not won a playoff game in Longer than the Miami Dolphins. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. But now it's broken, so it is the Miami Dolphins. But I'm just worried if Brock Purdy ha- starts to get a reputation of starting slow, or if it like takes a, a little bit for him to get started. Patrick Mahomes is a seasoned veteran. And like I don't know if he's gonna be able to make that big comeback that he's he's shown in in these playoffs. I also that think... is why. We... Oh, I was just gonna say that's why I'm taking the Chiefs, but also all the other stuff that, like, yeah, the NFL script writers they would want the Chiefs to win. I was gonna say that even like in Brock Purdy's wildest dreams, I don't think he thinks that he's making the Super Bowl. And just to think, he went from that Mister Valent you were talking about to literally top five quarterback in the league. So even if this is the end of the 49ers' run, hell of a season. They're going to be back, hopefully, probably. But I know a lot of people are rooting for them to take down the Chiefs. I just don't think we can advise that they are because it's impossible yeah. to bet against Patrick Holmes until he gets beaten. And no one since Tom Brady has been able to do that or to shake it off. So on that front, final prediction, a bold prediction for Super Bowl Sunday from each of us. Not very bold. Just, oh, you mean uh, like not just what's happening. Hmm. I'm going to do a bold prediction because, okay, you guys already know I'm picking the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, But my bold prediction for what's going to happen in the game is I'm going to pick. Oh, the Travis Kelsey proposes. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, no. I was going to pick some random player to like. We like that too. Yeah. Um, okay. Kadarius Tony. Guys, my bold pick, unfortunately, this is sad, is that either Patrick Mahomes or Brock Purdy gets injured. Um <laughs> what? nice. Actually, I'm gonna do this. Patrick Mahomes gets injured. But he plays out the game and the Chiefs still win. Okay. Nice. We're ending on a a very positive note on that front. (laughs) 
Um, I'm sorry. I was gonna pick. I was looking through the players, and I was trying to pick like someone that literally no one has ever heard of to like have the most receiving yards in on the Chiefs. But I I don't think um I unfortunately don't know if any maybe Justin Watson maybe he'll have the most receiving yards. You're just you're just trying to come up with something now to sound really smart on this one and pick out a random name that's gonna do something like. If I wanted to sound really smart, I'd say that I don't even know. Chiefs are weird this year. So instead, I'll go in a different direction with my bold prediction. What's the most important part about Super Bowl Sunday? What color the Gatorade is. That's two. I was going to go with the commercials, but the Gatorade color is definitely good as well. I think because we always have to get our little taste of the Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl to taunt me. I think Dan Marino appears in a Super Bowl commercial. I don't know what it's going to be. His old Dan Marino is going to show up somewhere and be in a Super Bowl commercial just to spite me because here I'm going to be enjoying my Super Bowl Sunday and then Dan Marino is going to show up on my screen and I'm going to be thinking about why the Dolphins should have been here. So my bold prediction, and if you'd like, I can try to assign a company that I think he's going to appear in a Super Bowl commercial for. But I'm going to say Dan Marino is in a Super Bowl commercial. On Super Bowl what if he's an, on an ESPN panel? No, would that I, be worse? I say he does not count. He's got to be in. What are I going? Now you're going to put me on the spot. You want me to name a company that Dan Reno is going to appear in a commercial for? Like we go Hershey Kisses, or we go okay, like... sure. No, that's not fun. Let's go with. No, I think that was a good enough prediction. M and M's. I'll go with that. Okay. Dan Reno, here. Let's let's clip this. I'm going to say it, and then it'll be thrown out to the internet that here on Wednesday, January 31st, I'm making the bold prediction that Dan Marino appears in a... What company did I say? Eminem. Dan Marino appears in an Eminem's commercial during the Super Bowl. I think that qualifies as a bold prediction. Well, that has nothing to do with either Chiefs or Niners. Yeah. Great what work. else do we have to talk about? Anything else? Because this is basically our end of the NFL. Shout out to another. Yeah. What color is the Gatorade going to be? Orange. Because my favorite color is orange. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm just going to go red and be boring. Red and be boring. And then last topic on the Super Bowl mm-hmm. halftime show. Usher. Kind of boring, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, guys, we literally talked about this. And I was like, wow, such a disappointment. Sorry, Usher. But just like, really? Any special guests? Give a prediction there. I don't even promise. I don't know. Janet Jackson. I don't know. Interesting. All right. Well, this pretty much wraps up the Super Bowl coverage. Justin Bieber. (laughs) Do we have any other sports to talk about today, or are we good to go? I think we can leave it at the Super Bowl. Um, I just want to say that this is a great season covering the NFL. It was. Thanks, guys, for listening. Shout out to our. lost our spreadsheet showdown i would yeah. say in the end dylan and i both kind of lost because our hot takes were way off the mark i think my whole season of hot takes gets redeemed if dan marino shows up with the green <laughs> m&m in two weeks from now. oh oh it's a green m&m now okay oh, yeah I'm, sure I'll, i will sign off on that that i win forever 
And when you come back in the fall, you have to put on that Justin Verlander jersey if Dan Marino oh trots out with the green M&M in a commercial. <laughs> wow. And they all live All happily I can ever say after. is, I hope everyone enjoys watching the Super Bowl. I will actually not be watching the Super Bowl. This might be the most boring Super Bowl in Super Bowl history. <laughs> I'm not watching no, I'm the kidding. Super Bowl. I just want to say that, you know the line that's, you... Oh my god, I'm gonna mess this up. It's like you either die a hero or yes. live long enough to see yourself become a villain. Yes. That is the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Well, because they're the new Bill Belichick Patriot dynasty that everyone loved Tom Brady when he first came up, and then he became the guy that oh, he's in the playoffs again. So that's how you end up needing to decide there between um Bill Belichick. Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and Tom Brady. The end. The villain. Oh, guys. Another hot take. The anti-hero, as some Taylor Swift fans might say. Guys, another hot take. I am going to predict a close game, but one of the Real reasons bold. why the Niners lose is because they miss a field goal. Okay, that's bold. Not the only reason, but I'm going to say one of them, one of their touchdowns, they miss a field goal. You mean the extra point? Yeah, the extra point. All right. But yeah, Clip. instead of seven, it's six. Uh-huh. Clip saved. Into the vault it goes. <laughs> and we'll see you in two weeks on February 13th, 14th, around then. Yeah. You guys. Awesome. Yeah. I'm going to say it. That is That is a correct hot take. Not like Dan Marino in the Super Bowl. I don't even know who Dan Marino is. I just know he played what? for the Dolphins. He's like arguably a top five quarterback I know he's of like, all time. I know, I know. You but guys, yeah. my NFL knowledge is... This is another reason why I can give hot takes because my NFL knowledge is like... Is is definitely not, not up there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, we'll be back shortly. Shout out to the NFL. Great covering you. Great picks. Had a blast talking about it. Next time will be the last NFL episode for a while since it'll be post-Super Bowl. We'll likely be recording a couple days after that ends. And we'll fill you in, hopefully celebrating Dan Marino appearing on our screen and the San Francisco 49ers being crowned champions. So unless you have anything else to throw in, Caroline. No, I don't. All good. So oh, other the, than oh, that... Um, so sorry, fun. other than that... Guys, this is like totally totally um not related but the nfl should really consider having snoop dogg be a commentator or an analyst all righty then on that note <laughs> okay just because he's actually going to be commenting on the paris 2024 olympic summer games that is why i had that idea well you know who is commenting and then we're going to wrap up you know who is commentating starting next year on nfl games he was just named Fox's number one broadcaster for 2024. Who? Sir Thomas Brady. Oh, yeah. I actually he's, did see. I thought you were going to say someone scary, and I was like, no. The, Ro the Rogers broadcast, of course, starring Pat McAfee oh. and Aaron Rodgers. That'll come eventually. Does but... his own podcast? Uh, he appears on the Pat McAfee show. Every Tuesday. Right, but I'm saying I'm shocked Aaron Rodgers doesn't have his own podcast. No, because he gets paid... Five million dollars a year to go on that every week. So that's that is his little podcast. But fair enough. We make five million dollars right. off this podcast. 
I know. Dylan, why don't you close this off? Sorry, I've given us too many tangents. That's normally what happens. A thought just pops into my brain. Alrighty, so that means I'm going to mute Caroline with the power of Zoom. And until the next time, the turf is burned. <laughs>